Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the match preview show ahead of Liverpool versus West Ham this weekend. I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Sam Walker and by Jamie Cranford to have a little chat about that game in particular just a day after Liverpool got through their first European game relatively unscathed after a little bit of a scare. But Sam, um, this is the first time, really, everyone always says this, that the bad thing about the Europa League is mm. the Thursday, Sunday turnarounds and how you're going to react and all that kind of stuff. I suppose it might not be as big as a factor because West Ham were in the exact yeah. same boat, which helps. But this is the, f- the very first outing of what is going to be a common occurrence this season, yeah. your Thursday, Sunday thing. It's going to be interesting how Liverpool deal with it. Yeah, and it's the first of, of, of a few on the run, isn't it? Because um, we've obviously got the League Cup and then the Europa League again the week after. Yeah. So yes, yeah, something got used to. One thing I do take pride in saying now with Liverpool is that we're we're a, a common team to Europe now. Where we know the setting well, we know how to manage that period between whether it's Wednesday and Saturday, Tuesday and Saturday, whether it's Thursday and Sunday. Slight adjustment, but I think I think we've gotten used to it now. I think our players are built to play two games a week, and the squad's built for two games a week. So it's not ideal, you know. You'd rather have that Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday problem that the other teams have got at the moment but you know I think it, it suits us and suits us down to a tee that West Ham have also got the same problem and they're probably not as as you know used to it although they've had a couple of good runs as we are overall I suppose well Jay like Liverpool were away but they played earlier West Ham so I think it worked out like 66 hours after they kick off they go to Anfield so it's not it isn't ideal for either side yeah. and it, you know It'd be interesting because both teams made a lot of changes. They both had to bring a couple of players on to try and get the results they needed. Yeah. It, again, it's hard to look at whatever happens Sunday. It's going to be hard to draw conclusions over, isn't it? How this is going to. This might not be the best example of the whole. Does the team playing against you get the advantage? Because West Ham don't really get one. Yeah, I think I don't think either side is going to have a significant fitness advantage. Looking at the teams, they played of their. Um, First team as Pakatar played. Um, James Ward-Prowse. Ward-Prowse, yeah. Kudus, we we were just saying before we came on, may start. He's got a goal. Um, you know, he's obviously scored against us at Anfield before. So probably two or three of theirs starts. The same with us, really. Van Dijk, I know we'll talk about the lineup later, but Van Dijk, Canate, maybe Nunez, Diaz. So I don't... There were wholesale changes on both sides. Um 
I think I, going back to last year with Arsenal, you know, Arsenal, Arsenal had a decent crack at the league doing the Thursday Sunday thing. So I just hope that we we can be a team who like this just does not become a narrative over the course of the next however long, you know, because they they did they had a good crack at it last year at Arsenal. And I think if we were in a similar situation, we've got players who have done it before, so I I don't think would you know, would fall at the final hurdle kind of thing. So I'm not I'm not too worried about it. I suppose as well, Sam, like go, going back to the, the, the games last night, there's nothing really you can take from them to look ahead to the game because a lot of players went. The only thing that was mentioned, speaking of West Ham, we'll do the Liverpool stuff in a minute, Jared Bowen missed that game, David Moyes said he's had a virus and he's ill. Now, again, it's not till Sunday, so he's got a couple of days to try and get over that. I suppose he's the one really... That would be a big blow for Southampton. Yeah. They have got options. They've got other options. Like Kudus would be the perfect one potentially, and they have got guys. You know, they've got Ben Rama. They've got four hours. They have got good wide players. Yeah. We'll speak about Antonio in a minute as well. But Bowen would be a miss if, if he is missing for them. And like I say, he hasn't. He didn't play on Thursday. He's got a couple of days to prove his fitness. Yeah, he's he's their best player. Um, and look, when you've been poorly, it's hard to get your your body strength back up if you if you can't even train or be part of a squad. You're really ill, you know what I mean. So yeah. if he's not back in training until Saturday, Sunday's going to be tough because you've got to say you've got to get that energy back in your body. But I think he's their best player. And I think when Declan Rice left, there was a huge argument to say he was their best player. He was definitely the most important, but their best player. And now you look at Bowen; he won them the Europa Conference League last year. He's been around the block a little bit now, being part of the England squad. He's a well-versed Premier League player who we all respect, don't we? Yeah, yeah. So I think you know if if they are missing him, that's a big blow for them because it doesn't matter who they play. We 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 felt the, the the wrath of Bowen before. Did he score the winner really in the three two game? Is that right? Or, or he definitely got a goal in the game where he beat us for the first time in twenty one twenty two, and he scored a goal last year that was ruled out, and he scored a goal last year. Mm-hmm. Did he as well? Did he he's, two? He's, he's done alright, and he's he's, 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 yeah. he's a good player. He's, he's, yeah. It was a great goal that disallowed one last That's year. That's the wasn't one. It? Yeah, it was bent disallowed. it right into the far corner. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always think that's a thing that. When when it says Ill. actually not you never yeah he, he didn't score it was the disallowed it was disallowed right. he, he yeah. missed the penalty in the home we beat them one 0 that's yeah. right and yeah. Allison saved the pen but yeah he's 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 he's, a, he's been a good player for them you're right yeah. he's, he won them that Europa Conference that you were talking about as well yeah I was just gonna say like whenever you see ill on the injury list you're like ill get over it come on but you think like we've all been ill haven't we like <laughs> I you know if he does play hopefully it'll affect him and he won't be able to put mm-hmm. in a ten out of ten performance. Looking at them in games against them, you've kind of referenced it there, Sam. Before, like the last four games between them, all been sided by one goal. Yeah. They beat us three two. We had a couple of one nils. Then we had the two one last year. It 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 always feels against West Ham. Our record against them is actually pretty good. Mm. Our record against Moyes is excellent. Yeah. But they've always been hard fought wins. Like I said, there was a missed penalty at Anfield. It was a, yeah. it was a one nil. It was um. Darwin's header. It, 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 last year again, coming from behind, Gapo has to score that a very, very, very good goal to help Liverpool win that yeah. one, and then um, yeah. and then Matip scores relatively late on as That's well. Right, yeah. It, it, they're always t- they always play as tough, no matter what, whether it's Anfield or or at their Gaff really, they're a good team. I, absolutely, we know what they're good at. Obviously, they've added James Ward Prowse in this year to you know he's good good, good footballer, isn't he? but in terms of the set piece delivery, he's fantastic. But Cresswell's always had it in his locker anyway. Um, we know what they are. They're a solid team who are never going to you know. Pull up, pull up trees. They're never going to do anything absolutely maverick. They're just a solid team. Defend well and deep and look to counter attack. And the good thing I think about this season, the difference is, is that 
a lot of teams we know what they can do apart from maybe the ones that are caught like your Lutons and your Burnley now and your Sheffields but we know what they're about to do the Premier League teams we've come across them before they haven't changed too much whereas I actually think Liverpool now since since Curtis came in the Chelsea away game and as we've developed from there we are a bit of a different outfit now we haven't played everybody yet including I don't think we played West Ham or if we have it was a bit definitely a mixed team but even this season again you add in you know your grand batch your McAllister's your, your, you've got your forward lads back again you know we, we seem to be a bit of a different outfit this year and we're doing different things Sobber Slice and Monster so there will be things that I think going into this game although it, I expect it to be quite tight I think West Ham are going to have to deal with things with Liverpool that haven't they haven't dealt with before and yeah. Hopefully that just gives a little bit more space between us. Their record this season, so in, in, in the league this season, the they sit in sixth place, five games, they've won yeah. three, drew one, lost one. The interesting one I was looking at, uh, Jamie, is that they went to Brighton and won three one. And if yeah. anyone watched that game, yeah. they defended really deep and hit Brighton on the counter attack. They, yeah. they, they basically went I remember David Moore saying like someone asked him um, after the game, like, you know, Brighton had all the possession, he went, Well, they can take the ball home, we'll have the three points. Yeah. yeah. That, that was that's the there's the a very similar method could, in theory, work against those. We, we Liverpool yeah. expect us to have a lot of the ball. If they are happy to counter, they, they, they have got the good defenders. So, whether it's Alvarez in DM with maybe Zuma behind, and they've got some good, good young players. Um, the guy Agard is it, who, who, who's at centre half, who's been linked with Liverpool as well. So, they have got that in the locker, too, and then they've got the pace on the break. That is what Liverpool probably should expect from West Ham at the weekend. Yeah, I I watched all of that game from from a hot tub in Wales. Okay, love that. Just like to apologise to the owners of that uh, hot tub as well. It was, yeah, there, there was a lot of like ale spilt in oh, it. Well, just I, like, I, okay. I wonder what you were No, I didn't. Family yeah, show, yeah, family yeah, show. Yeah, it is a family <laughs> show. Isn't it? So yeah, and I thought it was great because in the build up to that, it's like. You got Deserby Ball, he's the coming force, he's all and then you got Moisey who's been around the block and it's like they, Brighton had all the possession. You've got this grizzled old Scottish manager and it's like you can have all the possession you want and all your Paraguayan wingers and all that and we've just got like you know, mm-hmm. I mean they they they're not they're not they've got a good smatter and a really really talented players to be first in the West Ham. I thought the the City game it was dead predictable. Like I didn't think they'd get smashed five nil. And I could I can see something like that happening here. I could see them maybe scoring. You know, it wasn't five nil that game. Was no, it? it was three one. But like oh, that's I what I'm saying. You like, yeah, you didn't see it. I could see. I, I thought West Ham will probably play quite well. Probably even score. Right, but City will just eventually the class will tell. And I could I could see it being a similar situation here. Mm. Could the, see the them scoring. Chances, yeah, the missed chances. And War Prowse, you mentioned it before, Sammy's. You know, he's, he had goals or assists in every single game for them mm. this season. He's been a revelation. He's the one who opened the scoring against mm. City. And then it hasn't just been free kicks. The free kicks are brilliant in the corners, but he's, he's general play as well. And listen, City, it was 2-1 until, what, 86, 87 minutes when yeah. Haaland finally yeah. wraps up. So they've shown, you know, they beat Chelsea, which again might not be the biggest achievement, but they did it with 10 men. Mm. They, they've certainly shown that they can hang around. Like, I, I, don't, I would be shocked if Liverpool just, this is a cakewalk on Sunday. I feel like it's going to be a... I know a, a close game. Yeah, the only way we we batter them is if we get a couple of early goals and then the tiredness starts to kick in, and when you're losing, the tiredness kicks in. Yeah, and I do think our squad's deeper than theirs when you make five changes. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, it's it's it, I think that, like they are what they are. West Ham, and this is this is what it is. And one thing I'd say about World Prowse is when he was going there, I went good sign and better signing than McTominay would have been for them or Maguire, different position, but because he's he's unbelievable with the ball a dead ball situation, and he's actually. A, a well-rounded footballer. He knows the Premier League now, yeah, he's and he's getting in the box for them, isn't he? he? Didn't do it as well much for Southampton. 
I think what West Ham do is they sit back and defend and they're really tight and they just look for opportunities. They want you to lose the ball where Liverpool lose all the time. Around the halfway line, playing a sloppy pass and they just hit you with three or four players. Yeah. So what we've got to do really is just you know, be sensible. I think one of the differences between Liverpool and City, and Pep said this himself at times, is that although they, they completely control games and then maybe a little burst and they score, we, we attack sometimes with so much pace that it doesn't matter who you are, how deep you defend, we're very direct. So that can that can work in our favour. We just, we've just got to make sure we don't give them free kicks and corners galore because they will score a goal if they do it. Yeah, he's brilliant. Kenny in the Discord right here. Um, I watched the game against Brighton and Antonio destroyed him on the counter. He plays yeah. like that against us. It's important to contain him. And then over to the to the, uh, the YouTube, Dan Ward says, thanks for the team talk, Michael Antonio. So I don't know if you guys <laughs> have uh, I've seen I'll just clarify yeah. what he said just to let you know. But he says... Um, I'm backing myself over Liverpool. You know, he said this on his... He's got the Footballers Football podcast with him, him and Callum, Callum Wilson, which it's just dreadful. <laughs> really. Anyway, he says, you know what? I think we're going to finish higher than Liverpool this season. I'm putting that out there. I watched the game against Wolves. It was before our game. Wolves could have run away with it. They had quite a few opportunities. We've got them this weekend and it's a six-pointer. We've got them. Um, I don't know, Jamie. Like, I don't know if Klopp and the players do bullet and board, pin up on the dressing room. I don't know if that's their yeah. MO, but if they do it, that is, that is it. You know that 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 you know. Can you pin a clip from a podcast onto a? You can print it off. A, yeah, yeah, fair enough. You can a, put, a transcript of put, it. Put it up, put it on loop or something. Yeah, you know, yeah I'm sure yeah. it's been. It's been. I mean, I just read this off talk. It's been. It's everywhere. It's all over the internet. So I'm sure you yeah. can find it somewhere. But it again, it fair enough. Like you back yourself by uh, yeah, all accounts. But you do. You do wonder the. I do like why. <laughs> like, why is, but I, do, do you think like, genuinely? Do you think Liverpool are the team who would use that? Because I've got. I've, I've got a feeling they probably might. Maybe I mean it'd be interesting to see if there's if we do win if there's any little like you saw Sobislai last night giving a bit back because he used to play for Salzburg if there's any of these little weird little um, moments yeah I I mean I wonder how I don't know I don't know how seriously he's taking that because he's probably I don't know if there's a bit of a if I say this it will get shared and I don't know but the problem I can see what he's saying. But the, I think the problem West Ham have and, and Moyes teams tend to have is if they go 1-0 up, they tend to just say, right, well, we'll we'll stick with that. Whereas I think if you, as, as, as Wolves found last week, if we're playing poorly, you need to go two or three up and you need to, once you've scored, it's like the, the you know, you're a, you're a cricket fan, Steve, but the baseball yeah. thing of like, you go hard and then you continue to go hard. You don't go hard and go, right, we'll just sit on yeah. this. And I, I've never, in the 20-odd years, Moyes has, has managed, even going back to Everton, like that, they, they were in the FA Cup final, went 1-0 up after 30 seconds. You know, My dad's a blue, unfortunately, and he's like, that's it, we're losing this game because you just can <laughs> see, see yeah, yeah. we get further back, we get further back, we get further back, and then we eventually get picked off. And it happened against City. It's hard to... It's hard to win against City, so I'm not, you know, I'm not having a go at them. But if I think if they want to win, they they're not they're going to have to not do that. They're going to have to score if they get one up, try and score a second, try and score a third, and that'll leave them vulnerable at their end. So yeah, I can't see how it's going to. Yeah, well, we'll I, see. We'll see. I I listen to it. Not live. I went back and forth. I'm going to listen. I'm sick of context. Context blown out of proportion. Whether it's Klopp saying it, Paul Joyce saying it, and it's like he does say it. This is what he says, though. You know what? You know what? I'm going to back myself. And you know, it's he's not being serious. Right. Like honestly, he's not. Listen, he might think he can beat us on Sunday. Sound? He might do. Yeah. But 
he knows in his heart of hearts looking at this team now he ain't finishing above Liverpool this year he'll know that like that's just and Moyes will know it, but the way I don't know if you've listened to it Steve yeah, but the yeah, way yeah. he said it that is great because I'd be putting that on the wall and wouldn't let them go near the podcast but if you listen to it you go <laughs> oh freaking hell give him a break yeah, but hey, just honestly I know that podcast's dangerous them two say some things and you think that I would as, as a as a current pro not sure that's I, I, right I, I, yeah it's not for me I'll be honest I've tried it it's, it's not my cup of tea no no it's either a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, that's the West Ham side of it done, and let's move on to the Reds then, so I'm, yep. what we're all here for. Um, Lask, how many of the starting 11 do you think stay in the team? I think the two centre-halves are a given. Potentially, yeah. You think, the, you imagine. That just, just, yeah. It's whether he boos all right, but yeah. I mean, the, the fact that he gave him, he took him off for 10 yeah. makes you just think he's probably got an eye on yeah. playing him Sunday. And then my guess is two. Maybe he's got at least one of the front three, perhaps. Would you agree with that? Maybe it, Diaz, Nunes. Yeah, um, I thought that. I thought he would go. Obviously, the game didn't probably didn't go as he planned it to go. But I thought he would. Like we made eleven changes, didn't we? I mean, that was like shocking. I didn't think many of us thought that. Um, and I think, obviously, it was perfect timing for a few of the lads. I thought. I thought um, the 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 back four needed it. Pachetic and and and, and uh, Canate for different reasons. I'm not sure we Canate only because yeah he did take him after eighty, but I wasn't sure whether that was for Sunday or just being careful with him. I'm, I wasn't yeah. quite. But then I did think, well, how are you going to work him back in for the Prem because you've got next week, midweek, next week, and stuff like that. My so guess is he's that. I would hope it's Canate, Van Dijk, and Robertson at the weekend with Allison in goal in the middle. You know you're going to start with McAllister and Sobersay because they came on. Probably Curtis who didn't kick a ball. You can probably predict that, can't you? Um, and then yeah, Salah, Salah. I don't know because I think it should be Diaz and Nunes, but they both played ninety, yeah. and I think they're both better than Gakpo and Jota at the moment. But they, they, them two didn't play, and that might be a factor. Yeah, I was going to say, James. Like, usually, you can you, you can get half a sense who he wants to, who he's trying to get minutes and who he's looking after. The fact that he did leave, and listen, Van Dijk, it's not. I don't think it's the end of the world that he plays ninety and he plays a lot. But yeah. the fact that he did leave Diaz and Darwin on. I don't know if we can take any. Into, I mean, listen, they're both fit lads. They can both play Thursday, Sunday. It's not a problem if they need to. 
but I don't know if you just read any, if you just read do we read anything into that because I, I'll be honest I would like the Astros definitely the Astros yeah. start I'm yeah. if Darwin does it, it's hard to it's hard to like, figure out exactly what Jürgen's doing with that it, it, you can't really read too much into it I don't know I think they're quickly becoming the the favoured options on the left and and then the fans' favourites Defo. I, I get with with Nunez. I think if they're going to be sitting back, there isn't going to be loads of space in behind. But mm. then, I, I, you know, a bit like Anto- Antonio is is the the classic word to describe him is a handful. I think he's better <laughs> than that, isn't he? He's a good finisher, as he saw against Chelsea. Nunez is like that, but but just a level above. It's you know quicker, quicker, better finisher. So I don't know. I. I it depends on um, are are they um, did, did they start that game because they're being rested um, this weekend? He's, he's preferred Gakpo. He likes Gakpo. I don't know. I, I would like to see Diaz and Nunez start, yeah. but I can see I can see I can see the the front two the the two from the Wolves game coming. Um, Jota and Gakpo for this one. It's interesting though, Tom, because I don't I know like Gakpo scored and Jota was involved in the goal, but I don't think either of them shone at Wolves again. It was a it was a poor Liverpool first half, and you don't hold that against anyone. But I, I do believe like if you are if you're on a straw poll of most fans and you know people watching along now probably agree. I reckon everyone wants to see a little bit of Darwin Diaz Salah. Um, oh yeah, it feels like that. It feels like that's like the most popular option right yeah. now, at least. Along the supporters I'm speaking to. Yeah, it, me too. Look, what look what is it yesterday? Salah goal, Diaz goal, Nunez goal, assist, and let's be honest, he made the he made the goal for Diaz in that again superb centre forward play. So I worked out two goals against Newcastle, two assists against Villa, made the goal against Wolves, although he didn't get the assist did he? because I think Salah did. Is that right? Was it the third goal? Yeah, he basically knocks Dawson. Yeah, and then drives and plays Salah in that he creates the goal, and then last night a goal assist and he's flying. He's in really good form and he's affecting games, not just yeah. in the box now, which is great. But w- against Wolves, we probably got it the wrong way around, but that wasn't Klopp's fault. It was the internationals. They had loads of space in behind. They pressed us. There's not a chance West Ham are going to press us. So maybe he's thinking, well, Gakpo and Jota will do more in those small spaces and pull themselves in and create yeah. overlaps. Where against Wolves, we needed someone to just go, you know what, let's go in behind them. I think it might just be they've looked at West Ham and gone, you know, we, we need to get those two minutes against Lascaigne, but against West Ham, those two might be the guys Klopp thinks are gonna are gonna they, do they the damage. F- yeah, they can almost be your finishers. Courses yeah. for courses, we're at that stage now. It's Mo Salah plus whichever two of the four. Which, by the way, how lucky are we? Yeah, absolutely. The only interesting one, uh, Jamie, is that um, I don't know the fact that Gomez didn't play yesterday. I know he comes on for half an hour, but yeah, he needed the rest. I thought he looked like you know he was shattered. The fact he didn't go Gomez makes me think he's probably starting Gomez at the yeah. weekend. Trent. Didn't train before the last. He didn't travel to Lask, um. So he, he's still got two days. Like a time recording, they haven't trained yet. But yeah. he, we don't know where they're at. He's got a bit of Saturday, but it's that. I don't know. The, the sense is, it feels like it's probably going to be Gomez again at right back. And listen, he, he did struggle against Wolves. I, t- I think it's fair to say he had a good, good couple of games before that centre back. He wasn't great at right back. And if West Ham do have whoever they're going to play that, down that left wing, that, that is something that Joe needs to be aware of because you know Neto had him on toast yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, hopefully he'll get if if Ibu does start, he'll get that assistance from him. Um, in terms of the attacking sense, of course, we'd all love Trent to start, but if he's 
it's not worth risking them. We don't want them breaking down and then being out for three, four months yeah. or something like that. So I'm happy to see. I'm happy if Joe starts right back. I think he's actually he's all he's actually decent on the ball. He's he put in. I remember the first half against Wolves. He put in one or two decent crosses in a in a very poor half. He obviously yeah. gets he gets in a bit of trouble with Neto. Yeah, you could see him if it is a Kudus or somebody like that, maybe giving him a bit of giving him a bit of trouble. But we're expecting to have the majority of the ball, so with that in mind, I I don't mind. I'd rather him play him and not and not risk aggravating yeah. an injury. With yeah, Trent. if Trent can't go, he can't go. I suppose like the interesting thing with West Ham, Sam, is that they have got options there. Like, yeah. Paqueta tends to play a little bit from the left, but they can use Bowen out there. Antonio can drift out there. Ben Rama, like, they have got options. Yeah. So. My guess is if, if it is Gomez, and to be honest, even if it was Alexander Arnold, that's probably the way they're going to go and try and attack mm. us anyway. They, yeah. And they have had joy doing it against us in the past. So, yeah, like, you'd, I would think, and I might be wrong, but like, if we give West Ham the opportunities that Wolves had, they, they're more likely to take them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Wolves did take the first one, but there was a couple of others, especially the Cunha one, where that's probably 2 0 if that's West yeah, Ham. Like, yeah. And it goes back to that start and slow thing again. Another another game where is it four now this season where we let the first goal three, in three. No, yeah, no, it's, it's everything four. except Chelsea. The one we scored first in was Chelsea uh, and Villa. Villa, yeah. Oh, so it's a four, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was Wolves. Yeah, Wolves, Bournemouth, Newcastle, and then yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah. So them, that is the thing that Liverpool needs to be wary of. Yeah. yeah, West Ham, and if they do get one, I take Jamie's point. They'll go deep, but they can also do that. They are the de- decent defensively as well. Like Liverpool need to get out of this frigging thing of starting slow. Yeah, no, definitely. I think look. You can you can break you can break some of the games down to a couple of silly mistakes from Trent. The Wolves game was a, a mismatched team. The other day was a mismatched team, but that was still a stupid goal to leave them unmarked. I agree. I think what we've got to do is get our best side out there that we can. With Gomez, I think um, first half against Wolves, he got torn apart by one of the best left wingers in the league. If I'm being honest, right now Neto's flying. Yeah, he's not got the stats. He's got good stats, but not unbelievable for it. But that's because he plays for Wolves. But I don't think West Ham have got anybody who's got the speed and trickery as he has. One or the other, maybe. I'm actually quite comfortable with Gomez at right back off the ball. On it is where you miss Trent, isn't it? Hopefully he's on the bench at least. Then we get thirty minutes at the end. But yeah, I think and Sobersly being in there now helps. Salah does a bit when he can. Canate helps so I think it'd be evenly balanced if um, in terms of across the defence if Gomez plays I think we can all agree Gomez is fine that's the way to use him am I right he's fine there and actually he might even be a little bit stronger defensively than Trent can be at times but yeah um, yeah, I, I think for us it's concentration get the crowd behind um, and then just just yeah, just yeah, not give any silly mistakes away like Trent's too and even last night it's stupid just be solid and then let the, let the guys go forward because what West Ham will do is they'll play like mid, won't they? Probably like a mid block. They'll condense it and then they'll go back if they get the goal. But if you don't let them get the goal, they, you know you make them change the game plan. Suppose I bet, bet we we were having similar discussions before the Villa game. Got walking, you know, yeah. oh, it's dangerous. Then that's the most obviously the early goal is great, but the first twenty minutes they barely had a kick. You know we completely dominate it was it was it was an easy street game wasn't it like relaxing watching it, it, it that you know, hopefully we can we can do something like that at the weekend mm-hmm. rather than show show them and return to being mentality monsters we'd rather not be mentality monsters every week we'd rather have our feet up but, yeah, yeah, yeah stop giving them a sniff i suppose the other question then sam is, is the midfield you're right to reference obviously style start i think you're right to say curtis probably comes back in and Gavin Bircher, thankfully, it wasn't an injury. It was just yeah. cramped, but you think too early. 
it's where it's what he does it at number six, isn't it? Mm. Endo played Alaska. Though he, he didn't see too much of him to be honest. Yeah, Bacetic played right back. Yeah, it, it, it feels like it's probably going to be Alexis again. Yeah. yeah, would you agree with that? I think until after half term in school terms <laughs> <laughs> or the or the international break, Bacetic and Endo will just be dripped in in those midweek games, and rightly so for different reasons. I think I think against West Ham it's going to be a lot of long balls. There's not going to be a midfield battle like Wolves actually tried to play through us and we tried to play through them. I think it'll be second balls. So. Although I'd love McAllister to be two foot taller and a bit wider for this game, actually, if his anticipation is good, I think he'll be okay. I don't see Ward Prowse and whoever Suchek playing one twos through the middle of our midfield. They'll be looking for second ball spillages of the ball. Yeah. So this could be a game where if we if we're not soft and McAllister's tidy on the ball, he actually takes the midfield out of the equation for West Ham. Yeah. Um, it's just for me like the the threat of set pieces. Fabinho used to give us, and even Henderson used to give us something else in defence and even in attack. McAllister's as good as he is isn't going to give us that aerial um, defensive yeah. cover. I suppose Sobosly helps you there, doesn't he? Because yes, if, if, yeah. if one of your number eight is a little bit more, Kurtz is a big lad as well. Yeah, like, yeah. and if, and if that that can kind of gap out the same. I suppose it, yeah, it kind of helps you get away with and it. Jota, he's actually quite good. So he's, he's good in the air. Anybody? What am I on about? <laughs> you, are, you are right to reference. So that's what they, they are going to be dangerous. Some you, you, you've got one of the best free kick kicks you'll ever see. So they're always going to be a thing like that one. So let's go and try and build an eleven. And Jay, what we think he's going to do rather than what we would do. Alisson, we're presuming Gomez is at right back. If Trent yeah. fits it's him, it's going to be Canate and Matip. Sorry, yeah. Canate and Van Dijk, my word. Canate, <laughs> Van Dijk, Robertson, McAllister, Jones, Sobersley. Yeah. Salah plays. What do you think Jürgen's going to do up front then? I reckon, I think Gak, I think he'll play Gakpo. Maybe Diaz again. Yeah. Um, I think the same. Yeah. I think that's what he's going to do. I will go Nunes. Yeah, but I think he's so going to go. I, I think he's I, going to go. Gak- I he think will. he'll do Gakpo and Diaz. I, I think he plays Jota and Gakpo just purely on the basis of energy, and I think he, I think he backs them all. Yeah. I think because he backs them all, I think he'll go Gakpo and Jota, and he'll back that Diaz and Nunes off the bench. It'll be frightening, and then we'll think about it on Wednesday. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to a kind of thing. The only, the only other one would be nice to me if. Um, we saw this yesterday with the, the players who came on the bench off the Liverpool's bench yesterday. It was, it was it was the stars. It's, if you flip it around the other way and those lads are on now on the pitch and the other lads, there is, you know, there's, uh, Neil Jones used this term the other day as a rugby term, you know, bringing your finishers on. So yeah. whichever two he doesn't bring on, he, he has got, the, the bench options are looking really strong for Liverpool. Provides everyone's fit, there's a world where you can bring on, let's have, say it is, say it is Diaz and Gakpo start there, well there's Jota, there's Darwin mm. straight away. You've got Harvey Elliott too, I think has been yeah. impressive off the bench, he hasn't been brilliant. Started yesterday, but in general he's been good coming off the bench. You do have other options there, like Liverpool's squad at the moment is looking like a game where if you can keep it, you know, keep it within distance, your your power off the bench can get you over the finish line. It feels like we're at a stage at the moment where we've that's a, a genuine option for us. Yeah, and the the other thing is is that the people that offer slightly different skills. So if it is do everyone likes it's get becoming a bit of a cliche now, but Nunes chaos off the bench or you know, yeah. it's a bit it's it's hopefully getting to a bit more controlled chaos these days. If it's Jota off the bench, um, having not started the other day, he'll be full of energy. Same with Gakpo. Elliot, he just he's offered that bit of control on the ball, wise on the ball. I, I loved his little pass. In I thought that goal was brilliant yesterday. By the way, with um, ball to Gravenberch and the first the, fir- yeah. the first time crossing, so he can he can play those clever passes, first time passes. If if they're if we're up and they're coming out a bit, someone like Elliot, I think, is great. We saw him 
well, I know it was an own goal, but we having somebody like that to bring on that he he can be involved in grabbing the the goal that puts it, uh, you know, that ends the contest. Yeah, if you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Uh, I thought Gravenberg was good yesterday. I wouldn't mind seeing it. Seen a bit. I, I don't, you know, I don't think there's any way he'll start. Obviously, he gets cramp at the end. Um, I saw that thing with uh, was Ryan Babble saying if you play him in the six, it's like having a driving a Ferrari yeah. at thirty or so. And I can see what he means now with his the way he drives sk- forward. Yeah, skill on the ball, picking passes out, stuff like that. So, I'd. I'd like I'd like us to be nice and comfortable. I'd like a repeat of the Villa game, basically, yeah. and uh, get get Gravenberch off the bench. See what he can do. See what Elliot can do. And whichever whichever forwards we don't play, um, maybe a bit of Doke. Who knows? Got a, got a comment here from Stephen Saunders. Sam, he says I would not, I wouldn't play McAllister at DM. I'd have an actual DM there and get McAllister further up. Like that is the thing at the moment. Liverpool, yeah. McAllister isn't. The, I thought against Wolves, listen, there was a like lots of extenuating circumstances. Yes, he looked like he looked like a lad who'd been playing for a team in Bolivia. Yeah, which he had. But <laughs> like Liverpool do have two defensive midfielders. They do have Endo and they do have Pacheta. Yeah. Like in theory, one of those probably should. It's, it just it just doesn't just doesn't feel like we're there yet. No, and like we both just mentioned before with Pacheta, I think. You know, as the season goes on and as he gets another year older and stuff like that, I think he he will start to play games. He's quality. Yeah. Even yesterday, he showed some quality aspects to his game, even though he was a bit rusty. I think Endo is a mid, is a defensive midfielder, so he, he's a defensive midfielder. So once he understands the system, those two of the three, maybe the third being being a quality player, should be enough to get him game time. I think my argument is the moment is that McAllister Jones and Sobersly is a better three than McAllister, Sobersley and anybody else at the moment. Whichever way, even if you're taking yeah. a notch off McAllister and putting Jones in, but by putting a different six in to to have McAllister and then not having Jones in the side, I think that three is the best three we've got at the moment. Because um, I, I, we were arguing about whether people think Calvin Phillips will start for us. No chance, whatever. Anyway, it's just my, my own debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I think what it is with us is that those, two, even though you're taking a bit off McAllister, what Jones gives you and what you still have in McAllister in the six, those three are our best three. And the more they play together, the better they'll get. Final fingers crossed, you'll see how it goes. Right then, um, we've gone through it all and we picked an 11. What we do, all that kind of stuff. Jamie, I just see it going. I, I, I mentioned before, I think it's going to be a tight game, but what do you think? And can I get, can I push you for a score? I, th- I have a feeling it'll be a tight game and I have a feeling that they'll score as well. <sighs> I don't know. I have a feeling they might score first as well. I could see that. I mean, it, it's it's a common theme. I th- <laughs> if we go a third, three-one in the last three games. Yeah, we'll go three-one Liverpool. Uh, I'm going to go two-nil. I think. I think. I think we we will be much more switched on at the back, and I think. I think we get a goal in both halves. It might even end up being three, but I think two-nil. I think. Our best defense being pretty much back in maybe by Trent and us just being that little bit more savvy. I think two one. I think it's pretty tight as well. Fair play. I, I think it's gonna be a really close game. I think they're a good side. I think we're a good side. I think yeah. I, I'd back us to score goals, and that's where it gets it. Salah's just on fire. We have didn't really yeah. speak about him there, but like he's good for at least one. Yeah, a, yeah. a goal or assist every game. Literally, yeah, he's done, he is, yeah. you know, eleven in the row in the league, and he's had, had a couple of European ones in there as well. He, he's on fire. He could be the difference. But yeah, I'm gonna go two one with Salah just winning it. But. I'm not expecting a comfortable game. You referenced that Villa game. It was the nicest day we've had for, for the years watching the Reds. It was flip-flops for half an hour. 
Mm-hmm. I just don't see it against these. I just I think the way they're built and the way that yeah. they're set up, it just doesn't allow that to happen. Really. I couldn't have seen that happening against Villa though. So yeah, it's a good I'm point. Hoping, yeah. Yeah, good that's side. why I'm I'm hopeful that it'll be a comfortable, like you say, a two 0 or a three 0 something like that. Yeah, no red cards this time. Like yeah, yeah. it would be a difference. Well, so guys, thanks very much for coming in. Thanks all you guys for watching or listening to this episode of the match preview. Yeah, do give it a like, subscribe, all that good stuff help us out. Let us know in the comments section what eleven you'd pick if you Jurgen Klopp and I say for the game itself, it'll be Errol and me in the studio for the watch along. So do come along and join us for that one. We'll see you all there. See you in a bit. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 